Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. Hey everyone, welcome. Thanks for tuning in this week, whether you're watching on Facebook or maybe you're watching on YouTube uh, today. We're so excited that you are tuning in with us. We hope you have a life-changing experience with Jesus. Uh, we are continuing our series. In fact, we are closing out our series this week called Unmasked uh, because we've been talking about there is the you that everyone sees and then there is the real you. And we've been trying to kind of take off these layers and take off these masks uh, that many of us try to, to use to, to cover up really what's going on deep down inside. We want people to see uh, the best version of us and not the worst in us. And so we often will put on these masks and these fronts and different things. And we've kind of talked through that this week. I hope you've been enjoying it. I hope some of you have, have really been uh, experiencing some life change uh, in you. And, uh, and so we want to keep talking about that today. We're going to close out talking about hiding our heart. And, and, and what we've kind of been talking about and a key thing we've been talking about throughout this series is that hiding behind a mask will not help you heal. It will not help you take those layers off. It'll keep you stuck in a cycle. But this week we want to talk about hiding your heart because there's some things that we hide our heart in and God wants our heart. He wants our whole heart. He wants us to fully trust in him. And there's some things in our life sometimes that we allow to get in that way and in the way of what God wants to do in us. So for the next 30 minutes or so, I want to talk through that with you. Uh, we're probably not going to solve any problems, but what we want to do is drop the mask and reveal, reveal the truth, reveal some issues that may be going on uh, behind the scenes um, and, and what's going on really uh, in your heart today. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. We're all familiar with this verse. Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Also, let's pray. Father, we love you, God. I thank you for your word today. I pray that it speaks to our hearts. Uh, let this get into every heart, every living room, every home uh, as people are watching this, whether live or on the playback. And God, I pray that, that this would change our life, God, that it would reveal some things in us and reveal truth, God, so that we can get that out and surrender to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. See, it's all about where our priorities are. Where is your focus? We say all the time, Jesus, uh, you know, Jesus be the center of our life. Last week we talked about how Jesus is life. Like that's, that's the level that he wants us to get with him where he is life. He is our life. He's at the center. Um, everything else is just fluff or, or everything in our life uh, revolves uh, around that relationship uh, with Jesus. But I'm afraid that uh, at least in the American church, uh, we've made it just something else that we do. It's just something else in our to-do list. It's just something else we do. It's on Sunday, and, and God kind of stays in that box. Sunday is for God, and the rest of the week uh, is for us. And that's just not the way that it's meant uh, to be. God wants to be the center of our life. So where is your priorities? Where, where is your focus at in life? I don't think we have to look any further than our spending habits uh, you can see what is at the center of all. You can see what is really important to us by what we invest in. Because we invest in what we truly find important to us. Uh, there's many that go into debt for things that they really want. 
things that they really want and not necessarily uh, need. Think about this. Uh, they're about to roll out a new iPhone, iPhone 12, right? They're about to roll this out and people are going to get on that waiting list. People uh, maybe even wait in line. I don't know if they'll let them do that anymore uh, with all the COVID stuff going on. But people would get up early and wait in line and, and all that to get this like $1,000 phone, right? It's crazy. Um, but we do this too. It's getting to that time of year and, and Thanksgiving's right around the corner. And with Thanksgiving comes what? Black Friday. Uh, people will get up super early or camp out in lines just to get that good deal, which may, some people do Christmas shop with that. And some people are just looking to get a good deal on something. Um, even now, they've bumped it up to, you know, Thursday night. So people are going, you know, and waiting in these long lines or they're getting up super early. But check this out. They won't get up early to go to church on Sunday, right? Come on. I'm, I'm digging there, but it's the truth, right? You'll sit and wait in a long line like that for something that you really want, but people are watching their, their, their watches, um, wanting pastor to wind down so they can get out and get to lunch. It's, it's just the truth of it because what we value the most, we will invest in. And some of those things we will go in debt for. Um, we live by this mindset of play now and pay later, right? Um, 60% of workers under the age of 30, check this out, they have cashed in their 401ks already. It's crazy, right? That, that's meant for later on. You know, that, you, we're meant to kind of flip that and, and uh, you know, play later and, and pay now. And, and, and it's just not that way anymore. 70% have no cash cushion. Like if you ever get into like the Dave Ramsey financial peace stuff, he'll tell you to have that, that savings kind of built up for emergencies and different things. Um, in the Gen Y generation, they're the least likely of inner generation to have health insurance. And there are uh, the average students today, average uh, college students are $23,000 in student debt loan. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of where we're at today. And, and you can kind of see your priorities and see really what's important to you and just look at your spending habits. Really, that's what it's all about. Why? Because where our treasure is, our heart is also. Money and things promise only what God can provide. Right? And so what I want to talk through uh, today is the fact that um, what, what, are we, what are we valuing in, in our life? What are we investing in? What are, what are we really putting um, uh, you know, our, our, our lives in, our chips in, so to speak? What, what are we really doing? Uh, check out Romans 125. They exchange the truth of God for a lie and worship and serve created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Now, if you haven't caught on yet, I, I'm talking about money and, and, and possessions and things today. Um, and there's certainly nothing wrong with having money. There's certainly nothing wrong with having things. But what we do with them is what matters the most. Are we putting those things ahead of God? Are those things becoming our God? Have they become idols in our life? Where is God in your priorities, right? Where is your treasure? This is not going to be a teaching on tithing, even though you should do it. This is not going to be a teaching on giving, even though you should do it. We believe that, uh, you know, we're blessed to be a blessing and generosity is a core value here at our church. But we're not going to talk about that unnecessarily today. But we're going to talk about your heart. Because that's really what it boils down to. Money just so happens to be the number one thing in contention with your heart. Why? Because money and things, they promise us a few things, right? Money and things, they promise happiness. They promise significance. They promise security, right? 
Look at, look at how it promises happiness, right? And, and there's nothing wrong, again, with money and, and things. But we have to get rid of this mindset that money and these things, these possessions, they don't buy happiness. Yeah, they may make our life a little bit better, you know, some of the gadgets and the techie things that are out there today, and maybe, maybe a little more enjoyable, you know, that, that boat you have on the weekend. Uh, th those things can certainly add to your life, but they do not bring you true happiness, right? In fact, they can actually bring you the opposite because trying to keep up with the payments and, and the debt accrued from uh, getting such things, they can lead to more stress and more worry. Money and things don't truly give us happiness. Significance, what about that? Man, maybe you feel like if you, if you could have that new car, you could drive up in that new car instead of that, that old clunker. But that clunker, by the way, is paid for though. Okay, You don't have payments right now. It's, it still works, but man, maybe, maybe it would look better if you could drive up in a nice new car, right? I can remember being in high school, and maybe some of you can too, and it's like you had to have the, the right clothes and the, the right jeans or the right shoes, you know, and kids are still that way uh, to this day because fitting it is important. But those things don't add to your significance, right? They're just things. It's just stuff, right? None of these things make up who we are. It's a mask. It's a front. Money and things promise security. In fact, we buy into that so much that we're willing to trade everything for it, right? You're willing to trade your health for it. So you'll burn out. You'll work overtime. You'll work double time. You'll work time and a half. You'll do whatever it takes to just get that little bit more. Because if we could just have a little bit more, right? We might be okay. We might be safe, right? You'll trade your health for it. You might even trade your family, your time with your kids for it. If you could just have that little bit more. And it's always just a little bit more, right? It's never, it's never enough. And then through that, we add all this other stuff to our life. Anxiety, worry, tension, fear, guilt, man. And, and the enemy, he plays into that in our life. You know he's a great liar. And he'll take those things. And if he can take those things, and if he can get you focused on those things, instead of God, the main thing, then he's got us. That's what he does. He tricks us. He keeps us away from God. And he'll make us think that we need those things. You remember when the devil, he tempted Jesus. You remember that scene, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11? A lot of the same stuff the devil tempted Jesus with. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, A man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, Jesus knew where his treasure lied. Then the devil took him to the holy city, had him stand on the heights, highest point of the temple. If you're the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Man, look at that. He's talking about that security, right? Jesus answered him. It's also written, do not put the Lord God to the test. Last one. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. Look at these things that he's trying to, to promise him, right? All this I will give to you if you'll bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended to him. 
Jesus knew where his identity lied, right? He, he, he knew where his treasure lied, and, and, and it was all found, that security, the promises, um, the goodness, all that lied in, in who he was, the son of God. Money and things promise only what God can provide. Happiness, true happiness, significance, true identity, security. And again, money is the number one competitor for our hearts. Some of you, you clenched your wallet a little bit. You went and looked for it. It's on your dresser. You went and held it real tight because maybe you think I'm going to take up an offering at the end of this. I don't know. You know, some of you, you, you pulled your purse real, because there, there's a real tension that maybe you're dealing with right now. I might be just messing with some of your gods this morning. Drop the mask. Come on, it's time to expose uh, the truth. Matthew 6, 24 says, no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. What this is is a spiritual problem. It's not a financial issue. It's a spiritual one. So let's drop the mask. Let's expose the truth this morning so that you can get things right, so that you can get the right priority, the right focus, so that you can get your treasure in line with God this morning. Drop the mask. So let's look at the truth. What is it? We trust money for happiness because we don't know what we have in Christ. Many are not content in Christ and who they are in him. Right? Who they are. When, when we tithe, when we do that, we do that in, in honor to God and obedience to Him. And we do it because that's a way that we can give our lives to Him and trust in Him. And, and we honor God. And guess what? The Bible says that we honor Him and we rebuke the devourer, right? We rebuke the devourer. We say, I trust God in this and, and, and I'm going to move forward and, and, and I'm going to have everything that He wants for me in my life. We're generous. It takes the focus off of ourselves, and it puts us on to other people. Right? It puts us on, on, on the business of, of God when we're generous. When we trust money to make us significant, we do that because we don't know who we are in Christ. Well, I, I'm convinced of this. You've heard me say this before. But if you know who you are, you'll know what to do. If you know who you are in Christ, if, if Jesus is the center, when, when he is the center, we don't have to look to anything else because we realize he is all that we need. Right? He is all that we need. When we believe money will make us secure, we do that because we trust in money and not in Christ. I believe this. What you surrender to Christ is redeemed. Whether that's your heart your life, your time, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, or that tithe. As you surrender that hymn, the rest is redeemed. Many of us, we put up these defenses when we talk about this kind of stuff. Well, you know, my, my parents didn't really teach me. They didn't teach me how to budget or they didn't teach me how to tithe. Or, or hey, man, I, I hear you, Pastor, but man, I, I'm just struggling. My, my job doesn't pay me enough. So, you know, the economy's bad right now, so... Um, you know, and then we start pointing fingers to politicians and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, you know, my spouse, she, you know, he or she is on an Amazon kick right now. So they kind of spent too much. So we just don't have enough right now. I can't help that the kids need braces. I can't help that the car broke down. And some of those things are absolutely uh, legit things. Pastor, you know, I, I hear you, brother, and, and, and I get it. But, man, I'm not as bad as most people are, right? 
What's wrong with having nice things? There's nothing wrong with having nice things. There's nothing wrong with, with money or having things, but, but it's, all about, it's all about what we do with it. It's all about where our priorities are. Where is your treasure this morning? Our actions reveal what we really believe. Again, I, I said it in the beginning, you can look no further than your spending to see that. You can look at your budget and see what it is that you really believe, right? Actions say we love and trust and worship things more than God sometimes. Come on, if you're real honest today and if you really need to, to get this, be honest. Sometimes your actions show that you love and trust and worship things more than you do God. The created things more than the creator. When we change what we believe, we can change how we behave. When we begin to see that, that, that Christ is life, that, that he wants to be the center of our life, that we can trust in him, that he is our provider, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. When we begin to really uh, understand that and live in that and walk in that, then, then we don't worry so much about, hey, you know, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to give to this thing because what? What if I need that? No, we say, hey, no, I, I get to give, and, and God has given me, and He's blessed me, and He's done so much in my life. That see, see, it's all a matter of our heart. Where's your heart at today? What is your treasure today? Haley and I have had friends that God has told them to give it all away. Right? And I'm not. I'm not asking you to do that. If God asks you to do that, that's between you and God. But I'm not asking you to do that. But I'm just telling you, Haley and I have had friends that have done it. And they did it because they knew what it was all about. They knew that God would take care of them. They knew that, that, that God is their shepherd and they shall not be in want, just as the Psalm 23 says. They understood who they were in Christ. They understood the purpose behind it. We've had friends that have left high-paying jobs and careers and they fully trusted God. And it might have been a little scary and it took a step of faith, but they did it and God blessed them anyway. True happiness, true significance, true security is only found in Christ alone. Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 8, Paul said, Whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ. He understood what it was. To be in Christ, that Christ was life, that nothing else mattered. It was all about pleasing him and living for him. He understood that money and things that they don't fulfill, that was all rubbish to him. Money and things is just stuff. It's just stuff. It'll never fulfill you. This is not a financial issue. It's a spiritual one. Luke 12, 15, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Guess what? You and I, we are not what we have. We are not what we wear. We're not what we live, not what we drive. We are who Jesus says that we are. We are his children. Peter 1, 3 says his divine power has given us everything that we need for life and for godliness. Everything that we need is found in our pursuit of Christ. It's found in him. You were created by him, for him, for his purposes. Consider fish, right? Fish were created where? For the water. And were created for the dry land. They, they can't function on dry land. They don't have the, the, the breathing capabilities, the parts that would allow them to be able to breathe outside of water for very long. 
They don't have uh, you know, feet or hands or any of those things that would be able to help them function on dry land. They weren't created for dry land. They were created for the water. Listen, you and I, we were meant to live for God, in God, with God in his presence. We weren't created to really function in any other way. Maybe that's why there's some dysfunction in your life today. Where is your treasure? It's how he created Adam. Created Adam. He put Adam and Eve in that garden. A perfect environment for them to thrive and to live and to please God. It was free from sin. It was free from death and sickness and disease. It was all found in living in the presence of God. Fully trusting in him for everything. But sin, sin took that out of him. Sin took Adam out of that. Sin took man out of that. But God made a way through Jesus. Maybe today you don't know Jesus today. Maybe you're, you're, you're lost and, and, and you're, you're living this particular way and you've tried all these other ways and you're not really sure what's going on. And, and, and I would just simply say, man, God loves you and, and he has made a way for you. Would you simply trust in him today in a few moments? I'm going to give you an opportunity to make that decision wherever you're watching from today. God has made a way for you and for me. Where's your treasure at? Where's your heart at? Where are your priorities today? Are you all in for Jesus or not? Whether it's with your money, whether it's with your time, your talents, where is your treasure today? Are you giving him your all? Is he the center of your life today? It's time to drop the mask. It's time to get real with God and real with yourself. It's time to stop hiding. It's time to stop hiding our heart in things that don't matter. It's time to stop hiding our heart in stuff and in the things of this world. And it's time to surrender it and give it to the Lord today. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you, God. Help us to go all in. Help us to give you everything today. Father, you are so good. Your plans for us are good. Your purposes for us are good. God, you are for us, not against us. God, help us to focus. Help us to get our treasure and our priorities in the right place and to simply trust in you again. Lord, we love you. Help us to drop the mask today. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, thank you so much for watching today. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, we are going to go ahead and not have service this Wednesday. Uh, still some people that are quarantining and, and kind of staying home. And, and so we just felt it was best and safe to, uh, to not have service this Wednesday again. And we are tentatively going to come back in person this Sunday um, following today. Uh, so November 1st is the tentative uh, Sunday that we are planning on coming back so if you like this video love it why don't you share it uh comment uh, tell some people about it but we hope you have a great uh rest of your day and can't wait to see you soon god bless hey thanks for tuning in this week if you'd like more info about our church if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at transforming life go to www.tlchurchpc. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.